How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about. Basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. Today, I want to talk about Austin, Texas. Let me tell you, Austin is providing content for Netflix, Netflix and every movie studio in the country. Austin, Texas, baby. That's right, because let me tell you, there's so many major cases that are happening in Austin. It's nothing but a docu-series. I mean, you take the cyclist shooting where a female shoots another cyclist because she's dating or having sex, allegedly, with the guy that she likes. So then she kills the other girl, takes her out, allegedly. Let's also talk about the attorney. The attorney who walks into a bar, an attorney, he, he's part of the bar association, walks into a bar, tries to shoot his ex-girlfriend. She says, no, you know, she didn't you know, want to chat with him. He tries to shoot her, gets tackled by bar patrons, tries to shoot her again, tries to shoot himself, goes to jail, bails out of jail in less than 24 hours and kills himself, shoots himself with a gun. He wasn't supposed to have firearms because part of his condition of his bail was no guns were allowed. Also, a man comes to Austin. He says, hey, my friend called me because he needed some knives. So I came over to deliver some knives to him. End up allegedly killing his friend, putting his body in a plastic container, doing something with it, fleeing to Colorado, allegedly, and gets caught and lies to police, allegedly. And then, man is shot by Austin Police Department defending his house. Was he high? Was he on drugs? Was he on Ambien? Police said, freeze, drop the gun, pow, shoots him. 
docuseries. And on another, another 17-year-old, another 17-year-old goes downtown Austin and commits murder on 6th Street in a party district. 17. You're not supposed to have access to a firearm at 17. You shouldn't be in bars at all at 17, and you definitely shouldn't have a gun. But at 2 o'clock in the morning, he had been in a bar. He had been drinking using a fake ID, all allegedly, hink, wink, wink, <laughs> and then commits murder. This is a docuseries, people. Austin, Texas is the most dangerous city in Texas. Austin is one of the five safest big cities in the country. Also, Matthew, you know that gun nerd? Yeah, he's going to discuss the Diamondback, the sidekick. Matthew, sidekick. Is it a good gun? Is it a great gun? Is it a bad gun? Should we take it? Should I, should I conceal it? What should I do with it, Matthew? Range toy. Really good range toy. Convertible from 22 mag to 22 long rifle. All right, we come back. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that sidekick. Also, Brittany Griner is swapped for a Russian merchant of death. Let that sink in, people. So the Russians, okay, so they're like, hey, let all, we want our gun dealer back. Swap him for Brittany Griner. You know, the one that smoked, uh, it, that, that smuggled in weed? You're not supposed to smuggle in drugs into other countries. Everyone knows this, okay? You can't fly from, from Texas to Colorado with weed, people. Everyone knows this, so you definitely can't do it when you're going to other countries. Get your head out of your three-pointed contact. So she gets arrested. She gets convicted. And so they're like, hey, we're going to swap it for a arms dealer. This current administration, the Biden administration. Come and, on, man. An arms dealer. Really? So let me get this straight. We're going to go after manufacturers of firearms in the United States because we're saying the manufacturers are, you know, they're selling these guns, so we need to sue them, you know, for, you know, other people dying. Oh, but then what's her name? Is it Maxine? Uh, Sheila Jackson Sheila Lee. Sheila Jackson Lee. She's out of Texas, right? Yeah, that's psycho. Okay, so let me tell you what this chick says. Don't call me. Don't email me. Don't write me. She's a psycho. Okay? Sheila Jackson Lee says, what did she say? Oh, she says that uh, Merchant of Death isn't that bad, basically. The merchant of death isn't that bad, because why? Uh, he is not directly responsible for anyone's death. Because he didn't pull the trigger, so he's not responsible. But it's so it's okay. So why in the world is Sheila Jackson Lee and the rest of the people that are on the anti-gun side saying go after gun manufacturers? They didn't pull the trigger. Oh, give me a little break here. You know, oh my God. Becky, are you serious? Let's get a grip, people. So you're telling me we're going to go after the gun manufacturers in the United States. That's fine. But it's okay for this administration who's, who's anti-gun, who's clamping down on guns, who's saying they want to come after your guns. They're saying we're going to go after, we're going to release, we're going to let go of the arms dealer. Really? 
an arms dealer who has ties to both Taliban, Al-Qaeda, and half the warlords in Africa, mind you. Get it, figure it out. Let me know. Which, what are you going to do? You know, are we going to have to manufacturers? We're letting arms dealers go. You know what I'm saying? Just let me know. I just need to know. Inquire minds want to know. We're going to talk about this. We're talking about everything. We're going to go. We're talking about Obama's fast and furious guns to be destroyed. We're going to go over, talk about gun control. You know, Senator Chris Murphy. We're going to talk about him. We're going to talk about an 80, 82 year old who was arrested because she couldn't afford to pay her trash bill. That's the country we live in today. We're going to talk about the Texas Attorney General. We're going to talk about ABIA, the Austin Burstrom International Airport, the worst airport in the entire country where people take guns through security. Do you know that an, an Austin Burstrom Airport employee brought a gun to the airport? <laughs> you going to learn to mofo. You're going to learn today. I'm telling you, New Mexico. New Mexico State Police shooting. We're talking about a FedEx driver. A FedEx driver allegedly hit someone, a seven-year-old child, and then decides to strangle her and kill her because he ran her over? And we're going to go to Idaho. We're going to talk about that. FedEx, you guys might have pull out that checkbook and just write a blank check because you are screwed. FedEx runs over a kid, allegedly kills this kid, because ran over this kid, allegedly. When we come back, we're going to talk about that and more. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk. Peace, this is Maj Touré. You're listening to Come and Talk Radio with Michael Cargill. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> 9 over 8. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back. And, we're man, let me tell you, we're talking about uh, these major cases that are happening in Austin, Texas. So think about it, people. Austin, you're providing content for Netflix, HBO, Showtime, because you have some major cases that are happening in this city that's nothing but just... <laughs> you're providing just, you know, I can't wait to see it on the screen. Can't wait to see the the cycling love triangle. Oh, I can't. Yeah, let's talk about that. So the cyclist love triangle. What's that all about? You and we we've had people inside the studio. We've had people inside the studio that have dated people 
that are in this triangle. Uh huh. What? Yeah, we have. Oh yeah. We sure have. Yes, we have. We had people. We've had before. Not today. Oh, not today. I was not like, today. Uh, is it Harvey? Not today. <laughs> but before, we've had people that are in this dating triangle that have been on this show. So that's why we know so much more, so much information about this allegedly uh, incident. Allegedly, wink, wink. Yeah. So it was basically uh, Caitlin Armstrong. Caitlin, psycho Caitlin. She is allegedly allegedly psycho. A murderer. Allegedly, Allegedly a murderer, uh-huh. gangster girl, Caitlyn boy, don't mess with Caitlyn. Yeah, so her Caitlin boyfriend... says, "Don't, don't touch my man, mm-hmm. <laughs> Caitlyn." Her boyfriend, I uh, can't remember his name, but her... former boyfriend or For... current was they... it former or current? It could be jail pen pals. I don't know. Mm. I have no idea. What's funny is when all this goes down, dude leaves the he leaves the city. He's like, "Oh my goodness, too much. Is the heat's too much? I'm out of here." I would have left too. Okay. Look here. If we're going <laughs> to drop it down like it's hot like that, yeah, stick around for the fireworks. <laughs> Let me tell you. You know? It wasn't his fault. Ah, mm-hmm. come on. You know, no. if you're going to put it down like that, you know, you might as well stick around, you know, lay around and hang around with the seed that you just sowed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's one option. <laughs> yeah. So Be a man. Caitlin's seeing this guy. They're off for two weeks, you know, like not dating, I guess. Okay. On and off, he sees this other cyclist, younger woman. Mm, that's right. During he, those he two tra- weeks. So he traded her in for someone younger. Yeah, but then they get back together, Caitlin and this guy. Mm. Allegedly. Allegedly. And then, allegedly, Caitlin finds out and uh, murders. And kills this, her. The seemingly innocent young woman. Kills her, allegedly. Kills her dead. Went to the place where she was living. Took her out. Killed and she her. was just here visiting. Oh yeah, she rented a place or something. Right, she's just staying with Took a friend. Her out. Uh huh. Yeah. So yeah. Oh man, it's 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 a lot of stuff, you know, um, a lot of stuff. And how, then she fled to Costa Rica. How, how does he sleep with himself, knowing that he was a little dirty boy? It sounds like he sleeps with a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> Allegedly. I don't, I don't know if he sleeps by himself. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the problem. He doesn't sleep by himself. Yeah. Right. Right. Womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. But, Becky. yeah, then after she allegedly committed this murder, she fled to Costa Rica. Right. Changed her appearance as much as she could. And as started much being a could. yoga instructor over there or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, that's the Austin night for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yoga? That's the first place I go looking for. Her. Yeah. So, Anna Moriah Mo Wilson was mm. the victim. Yeah. 25 years old. Don't drop the soap, Caitlin. Or if you do drop the soap, don't pick it up. <laughs> oh my goodness okay so that's that's the the bicycle and and bicyclists are some there's some oh man they're proven to be some violent little people that's not good for the bicycle uh community don't call me no it's not don't email me but don't. you can't judge a whole community based on a few of its uh people you're right, right. you're right yeah that is correct you're absolutely correct zach uh-huh. yeah. i should not judge an entire community just off of what Based on the actions of a, a few. few psychos. That's right. You're so absolute. if it's just one or two psychos in the cycling community, you shouldn't. What if they were That's all right. psycho, though? That's right. Then do you think it would be okay? Only if they were all psychos. What if a but bunch I, of them were psycho? Two or three? Like. Four or five? Ten, twelve? I don't know, a quarter of them. A quarter? Uh-huh. Still minority, cannot uh, cannot rule against majority. We don't listen to well, you. It's not- you- 
You have you're what, on AD, what is you're AD, rule you're have ADD ADHD. I don't even pay attention to you. Don't 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 take my stapler. Don't take my stapler. We'll be fine. Don't take my stapler. Don't move my stapler. Don't don't move the book. Matthew, what have you been diagnosed with? ADHD, ADD, a bit of autism, some Aspergers. And see, people, and when I say this in class, when I say, listen, people, check your paperwork in class because my employee's on the spectrum and they make mistakes. So I need to make sure your last name is spelled correctly, your first name is spelled correctly, your middle initials correct, and your driver's license numbers are correct. There are no numbers are reversed or anything because my employee's on the spectrum because Matthew does the paperwork. You know, it's not Asperger's. It's Asperger's with a P. Pergers. Asperger's. He's on, he's on the spectrum. He doesn't. Well, you know. He's I don't about. care. <laughs> Baca. Oh my goodness. Baca. Uh, is it like Chewbacca? What does that mean? <laughs> Lee Harvey. Come on into this conversation. What's it, happening? <laughs> it's a lot going on. Lee Harvey took a class this weekend. I did. I did. I learned so much. How was the lice carry hanging course? I mean, it was amazing. I mean, and, and so like my, my background, I work in in, in politics, pol- public policy. You know, in many ways. Um, and you even, you taught me a lot of stuff that I didn't even know, uh, mm. when it comes to the laws, when it comes to how to carry, when you can, you know, use deadly force versus, uh, force. And, uh, and then, you know, spent so much time training about the laws. Uh, and then we ultimately, you know, got our hands on the firearms and started firing. Yeah. But ultimately it was fantastic. I mean, uh, I'm not, I'm not very big on licenses. I actually worked to get uh, Texas con carry passed. So wasn't happy about getting my license, but after taking your course, uh, I'm thrilled and very excited to get it. All right. Nice. So, uh, man, so how, how'd you like the range? Oh, that was, that was fantastic. I mean, uh, super cool, very, very outdoor outdoorsy type of range, you know? I mean, uh, it was, uh, it was very neat. I've I've never been I've never been to a range like that before. You know, I'm uh kind of like a city boy in the country from Houston to Austin. So, mm. you know, the outdoors. I was born in Arkansas, so I spent some time out there, but um not at an outdoor range like that before in Texas. That was really cool. Yeah, backyard, like, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Country backyard. Pretty much. It really is. And it's behind mm. a it's behind a house well, and a business. It's all set up. You know, it was it was very nice, very maintained. You had the targets and everything. You had your distances. I mean, roll up there, you shoot, very the van, cool. let's go. Oh yeah, we're done. Pop a cap and move on. <laughs> very simple. Pop fifty yeah. caps. <laughs> Pop fifty caps. That's exactly. Right. Fifty rounds. Fifty bullets. Oh man, uh, Zach, how was your week? Oh, it was great. What'd you do? Uh, well, today I just finished teaching the beginner firearm safety course. How was that? That's good, as always. We always, uh, we always have some interesting people that take class. We really did. I know you're upset with me today. You're like, Zach was well, mad. Just give me some warning. Okay. I didn't know. Sure, you know. I didn't know. Because we, <laughs> we had someone that had to take a court-ordered class. Uh-huh. And so Zach was like, how come you didn't tell me this, this, this person's class was court-ordered? Yeah, I want to because you, know, you should be, be aware. aware. You should be aware of your surrounds at all times and no uh-huh. matter what. And you should profile anyway. I did. Oh, good. See, <laughs> then you did your job. I shouldn't have to warn you because you need to do your job at all. Be aware of your surrounds at all times. Yeah, when you see somebody wearing a mask, you know, you already start Something, profiling them. Yeah, you're like, something's yeah. up. Yeah, no. I know. It's, no, it's like best I don't. <laughs> it's like 2022 and you're wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, you're sus. Mm-hmm. Yep. De- definitely sus. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So we, yeah, we had someone that had to take a class because. And why did they have to take a class, Michael? Yeah, take class because during the protests, when the protests were going on in 2020, um, you know, those riots, <laughs> some people call them protests. Uh, this person just uh, tried to grab an officer's gun. Not just a pistol, but their AR, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, their rifle. Okay, tried to grab an officer's rifle because the officer was hitting people with the rifle because you know, the people were attacking the officer. They're like, the officer's like, back up! You know, so he hit him with the butt of the uh, butt of the gun. So he decided to reach over and take take the officer's gun. What a smart move right there. Very he's smart He's lucky move. he's only doing a court-mandated class. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Not that would be a trip a to county map. morgue right there. <laughs> You know, so, you know, it's good that, you know, and I tell people, either you're going to come to class either before, you know, learn what the laws are, learn what you can and cannot do, learn use of force, daily force, learn conflict resolution, or your course is court ordered. Because guess what? The judges, they're taking the course. (laughs) I've had judges sit in our class. They're like, "Mm, this is some good material. We're going to start sending some people your way (laughs) because you're telling them some good stuff. Exactly. You can't you can't control every situation. You can't make someone do what they don't want to do. You can't when you're being pulled over and stopped by law enforcement, they can take your civil liberties away right then and there. You can't control that situation. But what you can do is you can comply, let them do what they're going to do, and then you get an attorney and then you sue. Why? Because the city of Austin will pay. So if they're doing something wrong, you sue them. Into the middle of the next week, there's some attorneys that are waiting to sue them. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talking. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Chat Jones here, and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right. What's up, kittens and cats and cabooses? What am I supposed to say? Tigers. Tigers? <laughs> Is that what she said on Tiger King? It's been a while since I watched that. I know. She was straight crazy. You know she did it, right? Allegedly. Wink, wink. <laughs> what? <laughs> Allegedly. Wink, wink. Tiger King. What? You know. Talk about Kara Baston. She didn't kill Tiger King. He's still alive. No. She killed her. Allegedly killed her husband. The one that she had on a on a leash, a harness. Carol Baskin. Mm. We don't like Carol Baskin. <laughs> you think Carol Baskin did it? I think she did. I think she did. You think that Baskin? Beep, Carol Baskin beep. did it? Yeah, she did it. Beep. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Carol Baskin. Okay, moving on. <laughs> All right, so let's get down our list here. So we have some things to talk about. So, um, Matthew. We have a Diamondback Sidekick. What is this? Is this a semi-automatic? This is a revolver? What is this gun? This is an unusual one. So this actually came to our shop a little bit ago. Hold Um, it up for the camera so the camera can see. The way this works is it represents the kind of classic look of the old Civil Civil War era slash post-cowboy era. Um, It was introduced in 2022, and they have actually just barely gotten on the market. Once again, hello, dealers, manufacturers. How come you're not getting these things out fast enough? And a lot of of customers are interested in revolvers. They like that old-style revolver. Mm -hmm. But this actually incorporates the new styling of the double-action, single-action swing-out. 
So it does have what looks like your classic ejector rod of the single action cowboy, but instead of pushing it backwards to unload the each individual cylinder, uh, like you would on a standard single action cowboy gun, you actually pull it forward, <laughs> and the entire cylinder swings out, just like a uh, Smith Wesson 19 Ruger GP 100, and it is nine rounds of either 22 long rifle. Or 22 Magnum. Now, this is significant because 22 Magnum, I would actually consider to be a usable defensive round. Mm. It's got a quite a bit of kick. As a matter of fact, uh, I knew somebody nicknamed it the poor man's 5'7". Hey, whoa, slow down there now. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Well, 5'7's about $2 a bullet. Oh, wow, that's expensive. It's about $2 a bullet, and uh, 22 Mag's still about 50 to 35 cents a round. Mm. So therefore, yeah, poor and it and, had, you, and you can do twenty two long rifle and twenty two mag. Yep, spare cylinder for the Magnum. Wow. So it's convertible. Nice. Also, unlike most of your single actions where you have to crank the hammer back each individual time, you actually have, and I'm going to safety check this for the camera. Uh -huh. Are we empty? Yeah, Are we empty? empty? Are we empty? Yeah. Are we empty? Empty? Harvey? Empty. Good. Yes, ADD ADHD. Good. I'm just making sure. Okay, keep going, gun nerd. We can go ahead and actually crank that hammer back uh -huh. in a double action mode. Now, I will say this. The double action is a bit stiff. I'd probably want to clean that up with a gunsmith. But you can still do the old classic single action move if you wanted to. Nice. Okay. Kind of a cool concept, I think, just because I've always thought the uh, cowboy guns were really slow to reload myself. And mm -hmm. I was like, I like, the, uh, I like the looks. I dig the form. Just too slow to load, too slow to shoot. Not really interested in carrying. This would actually be a good carry side for somebody who may not have the ability to handle heavy recoil, and you still give them nine rounds of twenty-two Magnum on hand. Nice. What do you think about the Keltec PMR thirty? Mm. Yes, please. You like them? Mm-hmm. Poor man's five seven again. That's got a thirty cheaper round than, capacity and a cheaper pistol. than a five seven. Same uh, higher capacity than a five seven. Less expensive to shoot than a five seven. But that was sure prettier. Sevens. Mm -hmm. like and it has the cycle. same exact ballistics capability of a 5.7. Everybody thinks that the 5.7 is somehow a magical armor-piercing round. No, that's the only military capable cartridges. Mm. Yes, military is the only one allowed to get the good stuff. All right, what else do you bring in here for us? Well, I think that's about it, but uh, Uberte, according to most of the gun magazines, in 2023, they'll be bringing out a 9mm Ruger or Luger, so it's the 9mm classic cartridge of the semi-automatic handgun. They're bringing that out in a semi in a single-action cowboy gun. Now, does that uh, interest me? Yes, for one good reason. These are six-round cylinders. They are your classic single-action, but you can use the Glock 42 as a cheap speed loader. Okay. Now, does the Diamondback, does Diamondback uh, this revolver here, use uh, both nickel and brass? It uh, looks like they use an all-steel construction, and then they basically do Cerakoting jobs similar to the Ruger Wrangler. Okay. So it's more industrial, but that also doesn't mean you have to worry about the brass getting marred up, which is brass is a softer material than your stainless steel stuff, hmm. just okay. to be honest. All right. <clears throat> and then Zach Lewis chimes in there, one of our instructors at the for the Beginner Firearm Safety Course. What's up, Lewis? Uh, so Hi, Lewis. What are some of the things you guys hate at the range? What are some of the things you don't like? What do we hate? Some um, things you don't like. If uh, anyone ever 
flag somebody else. Mm. I hate that. Don't like that. Mm-hmm. Don't like I that. hate that. That's the worst. You That's know. The worst thing. Yeah. But I tell them right off the bat, don't you point that gun at anybody else, please. And then they always try to hide what they're doing because they think they're doing something wrong. They're like, let me, let me, I'm just, let me, I'm gonna pull the gun into, you know, into my stomach, and I'm just gonna hide what I'm doing right now, not realizing that I'm pointing the gun to the person <laughs> to my left instead of pointing it down range. Mm-hmm. Don't hide it. You know, make sure they have the gun pointed down range. If you need help or assistance, keep your finger off the trigger, raise your non-firing hand, and ask for help or assistance. Mm-hmm. The other thing I've personally seen is the move where they drop their arm down the side because their arm, they feel like their arm's getting tired, and they swing that pistol Bowling. right by their foot. We actually, didn't we have a guy throw a forty-four slug right, like, quarter inch off his foot on the line one time? We, we call that bowling. <laughs> we had a guy go bowling for toesies once. We're not bowling. We're going shooting. <laughs> bowling is dropping dropping your gun down where the gun's pointed at your leg or your foot, and you're looking at the target to see where you're shot with. You're going to shoot yourself at the foot of the leg. Keep the gun facing the target at all times. Yeah, I'm also going to demonstrate this move because Mike always talks about fishing, too. This is all. This is your classic, like, old-school movies with, like, uh, what is it? Um, Dick, Ch- uh, Dick Tracy or something like that. <laughs> uh, no fishing please please yeah that's no like fishing. the cl- that's like the classic one that all the black and white like cop shows have <laughs> very bad technique no fishing we're not going fishing people we're going shooting if you have the gun pointed in the air like that and you accidentally put your finger on the trigger and you pull the trigger you're gonna shoot yourself in the face so no fishing keep the gun facing the target at all times you have a, a workspace that you have that you're working with so make sure the gun is always pointed at the target at all times no fishing no bowling we're going shooting i mean even if i'm having issues with my gun uh we'll just pretend i'm a holding one because i'd really want to pick that one up again you can still see how my finger where the barrel would be facing is pointed straight uh towards nowhere where nobody's getting pointed at and i can still kind of figure out exactly what is going on with the firearm without having it pointing at either Mike or Zach or Harvey or even at the gentleman in the other in the other room behind me? It's all still facing down range, and I have full access to it. <laughs> He's like, "Thank you." We pre- <laughs> producers like, and we appreciate that. <laughs> okay, nice. Producer is I. My existence has actually been acknowledged for once. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! I tell you, Harvey Lee, what do you think? Well, I mean, you got to make sure you're you're playing the right sport, you know. I mean, why why are you? I mean, are, is fishing and bowling even a sport? Right? I mean, I think I think shooting is. Yeah, um, they have professional. It's a, it's a sport. Bowling is. If you noted, if you remember from Big Lebowski, how dedicated that uh, one character was to bowling. Yes, bowling is a sport. Bowling is a sport. I or that one movie with Bill Murray. Yes, bowling is a sport. Make sure you're playing the right sport. Right? <laughs> right. I mean, like That's I was right. gonna say, th- these are like my 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 uh my pet peeves. It's like when you're like pointing the gun down, when you're putting it backwards. It's like okay, whoa, you're pr- pretty much flagging people at that right. point. Mm. So, oh yeah, yeah. Always keep the gun facing the target at all times. Let me tell you. Oh, and this Always is keep enough- your finger off the trigger until you're ready to fire. Oh, right. And that's yes. the thing that people don't realize they're doing. They always want to put the finger on the trigger. Uh, mm-hmm. That booger switch. Always. Yeah. yeah. No. The, uh, they will actually that's a booger uh, hook. They will be. They'll be <laughs> racking that slide back, and their fingers right there. If they, all it takes is a little bit of pressure after you've racked that slide on certain guns, and that gun will just go straight off. Uh, it's nothing like sitting at the bar having someone come over to you and say, "Hey, Mike." So, um, my boyfriend is at the South Austin Hospital right now. Why? Oh, because he was cleaning his Glock, and he shot himself in the leg. 
why didn't you safety check it like I just did again? Because I'm about to demonstrate the other thing that a lot of people do. And that is, we're going to pretend this is a semi-automatic handgun. Mike, what's this called? Mm. That's called asking for slide bite and a half. Yeah, for a semi-automatic. That's right. It works fine for a revolver, but you yes. can't do that for a semi-automatic. To give you an idea, this is the proper methodology of holding a revolver. If you hold it the classic methodology of a semi-auto, my finger will experience the gnarliness of where the forcing cone is has a space between the cylinder and the barrel. Mm. I will absolutely get shredded with spent powder, spent uh, spent metal, and other nasty stuff. Mm. So this is, yes, how you hold a revolver. This is semi-auto. Remember, revolver, semi. Mm. All right, we come back from the break. Well, you know, we got a two minutes, so let me talk about this stuff here. Let's talk about the, uh, there are three other cases or three other situations where it's going to be a docu-series that, that Netflix can create, HBO, Showtime, and I'm reaching Amazon out. Amazon Prime. I'm reaching out to these studios. <laughs> I'm telling, look, folks, there is some crap going on down here in Austin, Texas. You guys have got a lot of material to work with. And okay? you still need to get the TV stations to work with your uh, uh, your personal in-store show. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, now, that's on lock. I can't even talk about that because we're, we're, we're in contract right now. So, anyway. so uh, and then, he, As he likes to say, I have very terrible hearing at the shop. I hear everything I'm not supposed to. <laughs> so, the, a, Texas, a Texas attorney allegedly walks into a bar in Austin, tries to speak to his girlfriend. She's like, no, not today. I don't have anything to say to you. His, this is his former girlfriend, allegedly. And then she says no, so he gets mad, pulls out a gun, a patron sitting at the bar. Jumps on this guy once he sees the gun, tries to take him down immediately. Now, this patron, I guarantee you he's either law enforcement or former military. Mm -hmm. Willing to bet, because he don't want anyone to know who he was or anything like that. Yep. So he jumps on this guy immediately, takes him down. This guy tries to fire a shot at the girlfriend again. Oh, well, tries to fire a shot at the girlfriend. He then shoots a random shot, then tries to shoot himself. He gets arrested, goes to jail. He then bails out in less than 24 hours. The district attorney, Jose Garza, you know, the Austin, the Travis County district attorney. I'm Jose Garza for Austin. <laughs> what, how does he say it? How does he say it? My name is Jose Garza, and I'm humbled to be your district attorney. Yeah. So this guy says, it's not our fault. It's the judge's fault. He's, <laughs> the judge released this guy. When they release you as a condition of your bond, you're not supposed to have access to firearms. So what happens? This guy goes home. He still has a gun. They didn't take the steps that they're supposed to take to remove the firearms from him. And then he shoots and kills himself with a gun. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talkin'. Hey, this is AWR Hawkins of Breitbart News, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. 
All right, so we're back, and we're talking about, you know, Austin, Texas. We're talking about it's a docuseries. We're talking about HBO specials. We're talking about Netflix specials. We're talking about Showtime specials. We're talking about, what's the name of that studio? Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. That's Amazon right. Amazon Prime Original. We're providing content for your... I'm Disney tell- Plus. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're talking about providing series and content Hulu. <laughs> for the next year right here in Austin, baby, because our district attorney, you know, they're not doing anything. There are no consequences whatsoever of committing felonies in this town. Quick question. When somebody actually commits a felony, isn't it the job of the law enforcement to go search the house, make sure there's no contraband if he's allowed bail? Well, if they issue a search warrant, you know. Which they should have. Well, if they issue a search warrant, if they, you know, go through the proper procedures, do what they're supposed to do as a condition of bond to get released, you know, whatever that procedure is, you're supposed to make sure that person does have access to firearms. Exactly. So, you know, but, you know, and this is coming from your DA who says, I'm coming after guns. I want to make sure that we get illegal guns off the street. No. He just want he just wants uh, uh, us to be repressed so that he can still go. See, I told you so. It's not working. We need more. He just wants a headline. <laughs> uh, well, I got your headline for your D- your DA. I, it's not my responsibility. What what did uh, Jose Garza say? You know, it's not my responsibility. It's the responsibility of the judge. judge. Right. Well, Pass the, sad, the book. Sad part about this is we've been talking about this for years, at least four years since Stoneman Douglas. Stoneman Douglas, and we're still talking about like red flag laws, but it's literally about. Just simply enforcing the laws on the books. Yes. Right? Yes. But they don't work. We need more. <laughs> That's what they say. But yes, you're right. We have laws on the books right now that they're not enforcing. Uh, this guy literally tried to kill himself. This attorney tried to kill himself in the bar. And his ex So no one thought to make sure he didn't have any guns when they let him bail out of jail to make sure he wasn't going to continue to kill himself? My question is, why was he given bail in the first place for such a uh, a heinous crime as attempted first-degree murder? All right, let's take a listen to this. Within 48 hours of being arrested, we took those concerns uh, to, to Travis County District Attorney Jose Garza. Do you think $40,000 is sufficient bond for a crime of this type? Um, I don't know what information the magistrate had in front of them when they made that decision. The DA says the case has not yet been presented to his office, and it's rare for prosecutors to intervene in the bond-setting process. Did you all have any impact on the amount of bond that was set? So under state law and under local practice, the district attorney's office and prosecutors generally are not present at the setting of bail. That is something that municipal judges do without input from the district attorney's office. But you would think a case that is so high profile, they would actually step up to the plate and say, hey, we need to interject ourselves and make sure that we do the right thing here. A high profile case. No one wants to do their job. No, what a concept. You want, you want politicians to do their job? No, I just want them to pass the buck. You're right. Yeah. Mm. And just remember this. Remember this in four years. But you're not going to remember. You know what? They're banking that you're not going to remember because voters have short-term memory when it comes to these little things right here. That's why in Austin, you know, when you call 911, you get put on hold because you didn't vote the right way this past November. That's why you're going to be put on hold for the next four years. You call 911, you're on hold. Wait, they're not coming. You know, man, this week we had a, uh, if you go to our, um, you go to my Facebook page there, Casey. Uh, we, we This week we had a guy that was, and this was Thursday, as a matter of fact. On Thursday, 
This guy is on the sidewalk, oh on the sidewalk gosh. in front of the gun store, you know, out by Ben White, the highway there, you know, Ben White on the sidewalk. Is that the man that was tied up? The guy that was on the ground with Thinking. his hands behind his back with his legs crossed, you know, behind his back, thinking that he was tied up. We called 911 and no one showed. The par- no paramedics, no police, no mental health services, no one showed. You know why? Because they don't care. You know, this guy was like, he thought he was actually tied up, yelling, screaming, cursing. Take a look. Well, he wasn't cursing, but he was yelling and screaming. Take a look at this video right here. I don't know if you're able to find it. All right. So we're playing this video in the background, and I'm telling this guy is on the ground. He thought he was tied up, people. He thought he was tied up. Do you know what we did? The person that was with me, I'm videoing. You know, I'm, I'm sitting there on the phone with 911. You know, trying to get them there. The person that was there says, okay, we have freed you. Relax your arms. Relax your legs. Now stand up. So then the guy finally stands up. And then walks off, just like that. Mental health. Why are we in this predicament? Why are we dealing with situations where we have people that are walking amongst us that are crazy, that are committing, you know, that are just doing crazy things and also committing crimes? And we're not doing anything to assist these people. As a libertarian, you know, what is our options for this? I'm putting you on the spot here. Dude, I live right down the street from your gun store. This is this is uh insane, right? And and on my street on Minchaka, there are elementary schools, there are churches, and there are homeless camps all over the place. And it's I I I come from Houston where I thought it was bad in Houston, but I've become desensitized to <laughs> people literally le- yelling threats to people on the side of the road, like just walking down the street. Okay, I'm just going to go in and get my jewel pods or get my you know my gatorade whatever and chasing women attacking them just random it's stuff. crazy mm-hmm. you know the things I, I mean i can tell you there are things that happen on day-to-day basis in that little area right there on congress and ben white and south first and ben white you it would floor you you would be totally shocked i've seen a group of teenagers beat up a homeless guy or homeless teenager I've seen I've seen two homeless people stab each other with each other's with knives. You know, it's, it's just insane. I'm glad I got my LTC. Yes, <laughs> I'm telling you. And they do nothing in this town to stop to do anything about that. You know, there's a person that's been arrested 20 times. Austin Police Department has arrested this guy 20 times. And you know what? This is another docu series. He's been arrested 20 times, and the district attorney says, "Hey." Uh, we can't prosecute this guy because he's not fit for prosecution. He's not stable. So why is he not in a padded room with a straight jacket? Don't know. Don't and know. don't look at me, people. Yes, I know I'm on the spectrum. No, I'm not that messed up. I mean, he clearly deserves to be, you know, on the street to do exactly what he wants. Clearly, <laughs> I mean, if he's not fit for what did you say, conviction, prosecution, prosecution. If he's not fit for prosecution, he's clearly fit for living in our society, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, kind of like that one guy who on uh, that one Sunday went from, uh, what was it, South First in Radom, over where we are, mm-hmm. down to Congress, burning up half the, uh, half the like, um, 
Bill uh half Oh yeah. They knocked it. He actually got crowbar real good. Oh, Remember yeah. that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And just I mean, just like Saturday Saturday morning, you know, I'm starting class, the lice carry handgun course, and I don't know if you even heard this or not. And it's just as we open the door, everyone comes in, they're filling out their paperwork. There's a lady at the back door outside and she's yelling and screaming. I'm like, what is that? So I go out there and I open the back door. She's she's like yelling and screaming. She's like made a little a little camp. So next that's to our what back the door. pillows are there for. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> what's going on? She goes, oh, sorry. Why are you yelling and screaming? Oh, no reason. Well, calm down. I'm not going to mess with you. I'm not going to shoo you away, but you need to calm down and stop yelling and screaming. You know, it's like, what do you do? What do I, what do I call 311? <laughs> you know, why bother? You know, they're not going to show up. So why even bother calling them? Because this person is clearly out of their mind. You know, and I don't even know if you guys even heard that or not, but it was like right oh, before, oh. right before class started, I had to go out there and like get her to stop yelling and screaming like she was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Yeah, no. And, I, and, you said uh, Banchak and um, Ben White, right? Yeah. How bad is it during the weekdays when that church does their little event thing? Oh, it's bad. It's always bad. It's yeah. been, it's horrible. You I see, used to like, do... you see people coming out of the woodwork showing up. Yeah, no, no, no. Because uh, Mike used to have me do the taco run back when we were actually picking up tacos from um, Taco Cabana, yeah. and that was at like nine o'clock in the morning, and that place was packed to the gills, and there were people across the street. There were people at that now defunct little uh, convenience store next to the car wash. It was. It's still a mess. <laughs> yeah. Thomas says New York City decided to round up most of the mentally unstable people who caused the most damage. So I don't know. We can 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 we get the uh, can we get the attorney and prosecutor who does who did that in New York and have them move down here, please? Yeah, we want them. This is definitely going to be one of the the bad things that I think Ronald Reagan did uh, by defunding our mental institutions. You know that was on Reagan's Mm -hmm. during Reagan's administration. So that's going to be one of the bad sides. Don't email me. Don't write me. I call, I call it like I see it. Was he war on <laughs> drugs or was that Clinton? Uh, it was, yeah, that was. That was Reagan. That's that, the other problem was yeah. that funding just, the DEA. Just say no. So that's what I say now yeah. when, when it comes to meth and when it comes to, what's that other drug they're doing nowadays? Fentanyl. Fentanyl. That's Fentanyl. What, just say no. <laughs> that's, that's how much I care. Just say no. Yeah, okay? and keep funding the dealers of everything anonymously. That works out great. Nancy yeah. Reagan said, "Just say no." <laughs> Try that. Just say no. It'll be okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what we do. Um, we come back from the break, man. We got some more, some more to talk about. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talking. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back, and we're talking about Austin, Texas, baby. They're providing, it's like a docu-series. They're providing content for Netflix and YouTube and Prime and HBO and Showtime because all these major crazy cases are happening in Austin, Texas. Do you remember the man shot by APD? We talked about it last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, Moon Singh. Yeah, yeah. Drop the gun. Pow, 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 pow. Blue and Drop blood. the gun. Yes. It was more like what it was. They couldn't even get the word gun out before you start hearing gunfire. And, and, and let's, we didn't go over the pros and cons. We didn't talk about both sides of it. We actually went one-sided last week. So let me go to the other side this week. And there were shots before they said, yes. drop the gun too, right? Was that 
police fire? Well, he was shooting into his house. Were those the shots that are heard on the audio recording before they say drop the gun? Was that him before shooting, the police, or was that when the, the police When shooting? the police pulled up, he was firing shots into his house. So those and are then, his shots that you hear on the audio recording? Yes, they're his shots. That is correct. Okay. And so we talk about this. Last week, we didn't talk, we didn't talk about... We only, last week, we only talked about the APD side of it. You know, like, wow, that was pretty quick. You know, you didn't get a guy a chance to even hear you before you just blew him away and sent him to Jesus. So this week, what I want to talk about is like, man, people, homeowners, if you know someone has called the police, you know, you're, you've told a neighbor something's going on and you told them to call law enforcement. They're calling law enforcement because you said that you need some help or whatever. They're going to call the police. Police are showing up. You might not want to have a gun in your hand when the police show up because what are the police going to do? They're going to focus on the gun. They're not going to focus on anything they were told. It's not. A, they're not going to pay any attention to what the dispatcher said, what they typed in the computer. They see you with the gun. They're going to focus on you and the gun. Mm. You have a gun in your hand, and if you don't drop that gun, when you see them immediately, you know you, you need to turn around and pay attention to your surroundings. With a gun comes great responsibility. You're going to get sent to the Lord for judgment day. And worse, why were you pulling off a Danny DeVito anyway? I started blasting while the cops were pulling up. I'm not trying to destroy my house. That's what I was saying. It's like- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because when police got there, they didn't even see anybody. They went into the home and no one was there. So now I'm questioning what this guy high or something on the other side of it. Was he on Ambien? Was he high? Because they didn't see anyone inside the home. So where is this other person? Where is this mystery person that he's firing shots at? And why in the world didn't you not hit what you're shooting at? <laughs> Seriously, if you can't hit what you're shooting at, don't pull out a freaking gun. Probably a good point there. I mean, it also, if the police are on their way and they're pulling up and you're shooting your gun, right? Probably not a good situation to be in shooting your gun when the police officers pull up. They right? already have they already have the sense that they don't are they're not liked by the community. They already know that. <laughs> they already know there's a major A cab. They already know that there's a target on their back from half the people that they try to respond to in the first place. They have been in ambush situations where somebody will call, get uh, hide in the bushes, drop them. That was actually a video done by. Um, sorry for uh, bringing in another one of my Twitter people, but Donut Operator did a video on that. Guy calls in to law enforcement, hides in the bushes, waits for three of them to come in to investigate what's going on. AR-15s, 80 rounds, kills two of them. The third guy has to do a flanking maneuver while his two buddies are bleeding out. Man. Well, look, Mike said it. I'm a, I'm a libertarian. I, I do not like authority. I'm against authoritarianism. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you have to look at some of these situations realistically. Cop pulls up to a house, and an individual is firing into a house after someone was, like, called the police. I mean, it almost looks like you're the home invader. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they don't know. They they, just they don't see, know you. They, they hear shots. They see you firing into the house. They don't know if you're the good guy. You're the bad guy. You know, they're 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 their adrenaline's going really high right now. Man, you might want to drop the freaking mm-hmm. gun. I'm yeah, telling they, you right now. Yep. I tell people, do not have a gun in your hand when the police show up. Yeah, what I would beg a, you of this? What would a jury expect someone to do when police come up to identify themselves, put their gun down, put their hands up? Or not even, even have a gun. Even if there's someone in their house. They, well, they didn't. And and in his defense, because he's dead now, he can't speak for himself. Mm-hmm. He didn't hear them. He just fired shots oh, in yeah. the entryway of a house. He didn't have ear protection on or anything. He fired an AR-15. He was, he was deaf. 
He didn't hear a thing. He didn't hear the vehicle. He didn't hear them say uh, not a word before well, they blew him away. And this is eerily similar to a lot of police cases, like we've, we've already said here, where they say, hey, drop the gun, bang. Or <laughs> even one of the first thing that you saw me on uh, YouTube for was the uh, deadly police shooting in Houston. Literally, yes. they kicked in the door, police, bang, bang, bang. Of the family? Right, yeah, the, the family. The, the Tuttles. The Tuttles. Oh, my. Yeah. Blew them away. Blew them away. No no warning. Yeah, that's the one, that's one that uh, Chief um, Aro Acevedo um, doesn't like talk about. Because let me tell you, those police officers should be under the jail. They falsified, allegedly, a warrant or had the wrong address or whatever. It was a botched raid all the way around. Yeah. All botched. And then they tried to hide it. Yeah, all botched. Blew these people away. These people were trying to defend themselves against people they thought were trying to break into their freaking house. Literally. And they killed them. Is that the one where the police thought they were uh, identifying themselves and the speaker was off? No, no, that's, that's a, different a different one. Different that's a different one. case. That was Houston, right? Or... That was in Austin. That was in Austin. That was in Austin, <laughs> in North Austin. But these ha- these cases happen all the time. In the case yes. of the Tuttles, you really can't do anything there to like stop yourself or make yourself better. But you can come to class. In the case of what happened here in Austin, you know, don't have your firearm on you in your hands when the police come up. Right? All right. You got to come to class. Oh man, let's go to the phone line, Skip Davis, my favorite attorney. What's up, Skip? Hey, Michael, how you doing? Outstanding, sir. What you got for us? Well, I was just listening to all this crazy talk. You've got a pretty funny show. A lot of, lot of action in, in Austin, Texas. It's like the Wild West out here. It's crazy. You know? Well, it, and it, it might have to be, you know, given the fact that our numbers of our police officers are down by something of the order of 100, 150 still over the tiring what's necessary uh, for the— uh, So the we're short—you mean tell me we're short 150 police officers in Austin, Texas? We're short 150 police officers in wow. Austin, Texas. And it's crazy, um, and people are complaining that we're not having enough police officers respond to car burglaries and this and that, which yeah. are never solved by the response of a cop to a to a to a, to a crime that's already committed. Right. But and and I, therefore, I think, given that we're starting to lose police officers at this rate, and we're undermanned according to what's necessary for you know a city of this size, mm-hmm. that maybe the. The, 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 maybe the open carry is the right response because we are in almost a vigilante system or at least a protect yourself system. Yeah, you do. Um, because that's why we have security officers because that uniform that says security, that person carry a gun actually deters crime. It does. There, there's no doubt about it. But now the question is, what are we going to do? And in the absence of enough police officers, clearly it's arm yourselves. Mm. We're, not, we're not anticipating or, inter- or encouraging anybody just to have you know, go out there and, and and engage in open warfare with the public. Right. But since we can't, since the police can't protect us, we've got to protect ourselves. We're not saying that it's bad. It's just a, it's just the state of nature here in in Travis County now. Right. And in all of Texas, I think perhaps if we have this press, this, this this. But which brings us to the new problem, which you're talking about, the gentleman who was killed the other day on his front yard, and it's a conundrum. What is a police officer supposed to do when suddenly faced with a guy with a gun on a on a call? If you watch that ring video, and I know you were showing it, the police officers are responding to the call. They show up right as the guy's firing into the house. Right mm-hmm. into the house. Yep. At the same moment that the guy's firing. Same time. So at the same time. It was not and so some people I've seen are angry that the guy that the that the police didn't give him time to drop the gun. To raise his hands, put the gun down, and do all these things, respond to commands. Right. Um, instead, you know, the, it's, the sequence is fairly quick. But what did you expect? Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Are you supposed to let a guy turn on you with an AR-15? Right, right, yeah. And in their defense, you're absolutely correct. You know, right? But then, but on the other hand, what's this fool doing with a gun, shooting into the house, hide or whatever he was crazy? And the uh, fact that they didn't find anybody, there's no one there. Yeah, there's no that, one there. What would have mental health officer been good for at that stage had he been sent out there by himself? So when the police arrived the you scene, know, they go into the house, they search the house, they didn't find anybody. You know, my goodness, are you going to pull a gun out like an AR-15? Boy, you better hit what you're aiming at. You're very sure there is something that actually Yes, aim be at. sure something's there. You can't just randomly shoot at something. That's called aggravated assault of deadly conduct. But what's he shooting at? It's just, it only would be his deadly conduct, shooting a gun in the, in the city limits. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Even, even a high caliber, high velocity weapon like an AR-15. Right, you know, but he did endanger a police officer, I think, by walking out there, stumbling around with his gun. Mm. Now, who knows where he got his gun, Michael? I don't know if he went to Central Texas Gunworks and did your classes and this and that. Or like, I'm sure he hadn't. Otherwise, you'd have let us know that, mm-hmm. or maybe not. Oh, but I would. Is, <laughs> mm-hmm. I tell you. Right, but, mm-hmm. but the but the point is, what what do you do? With people who are crazy, go having their meltdowns. Mm. What is there? We can't. If we can't get the, who's going to go out if they knew that this guy and apparently the the, the 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 family knew this guy had psychological problems. According to what I heard from them after the shooting, then why didn't? Why aren't we holding them responsible for not making sure that that guy didn't have the gun? Right. If he wasn't fit. Right. By their standards, right? They're That's complaining right. that, hey man, the guy was hearing voices. Mm. <laughs> well, if you and he's been hearing voices for weeks, but if you know he's hearing voices, it's incumbent upon every citizen to get a gun out of his hands. Right. Exactly. So that that so tells maybe, me that no one was there. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about his family who might not have lived with him. Mm-hmm. He's an adult, and he had a, let's imagine he had an apartment by himself. But his family knew that he was not right in the head right, hold, and also knew he had an AR-15. Hold on, Skip. We, hold on, Skip. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Chad Jones here, and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back. We have Skip Davis, one of my favorite attorneys, Austin, Texas. We're talking about Brittany Griner. Man, you know, Skip, so Brittany Griner. And and, and we're all happy that Brittany's home. You know, it's it's a terrible thing, you know, and she's home. She's back in the United States. But for an arms dealer, you know, this administration, they're saying, Hey, we're giving her up for an arms dealer after they're saying, let's go after the gun manufacturers, you know, and, and then what, what's her name? Is it Sheila? Sheila Jackson Lee. Sheila Jackson Lee says, hey, yeah, yeah. she goes, mm-hmm. hey, hold on. Um, this arms dealer didn't actually kill people, but his guns did. So if he mm-hmm. didn't kill people directly, but his guns did, then why are you going at the manufacturers? Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What? What? That's. 
Oh, come on, double-edged sword there. Really, people? Are we actually saying this stuff? How did they fix their mouths to say this? Funny to me is how is that everybody's mad about not not having made a trade for the guy Waylon, the, mm. the Marine. Right. Um, and he should have been included somehow. But but unfortunately, he was not a high-value asset, not because he was a guy or he was a white man or whatever that everybody's saying that this is. He was a dishonored, he was a court-martialed Marine. Um, he, he was he was let go with a bad conduct discharge for larceny. Mm. And he still went over there and was messing around, playing like he was some kind of, you know, amateur. Hold on, you mean to tell me he was dishonorably discharged? Absolutely, hundred percent. Oh, why are we why are we talking about this guy? Well, you know, from the media reports that I've seen and seen in the in, on the internet, they all appear to be coming from reputable sources. As far back as 2019, when Donald Trump was trying to get her out or, or get him out, even even the Trump administration acknowledged that this was a poor um, trade for an asset. Mm. Um, so nobody. You know he's not. It's it, 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 laughable that he was a spy to start with. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was a he was a felon essentially, as you mm. know. Disarmed, discharged from the military. Gun. Yeah, right. Wow. So can't even maybe, buy can't even buy a gun. <laughs> can't even, right, right. So I think the whole world's topsy turvy. I think that we've forgotten that people are responsible for themselves and their families, and in situations where parents are ne neglectful in the supervision of their children we where we take those children um, or put them at least through the removal proceedings we should be doing the same kind of responsibility requirement on family members who know that they got a family member who is armed and dangerous and he's dangerous not because you love him and you don't think he's gonna hurt somebody but he's dangerous because he's sick in the head. All right, hold on, hold on, Skip. Hold on. We, 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 I want to listen to uh, Sheila Jackson Lee and what she had to say about this Brittany Griner uh, prisoner swap for the uh, arms dealer. Listen to this. As the facts would tell them, he was sentenced to 25 years. He saved, served 11 to 16 years. I don't know. The, I can't remember the exact number. But in actuality, um, his weapons might have been used to kill Americans. He has not killed Americans. I'm not saying he's not a nasty, bad guy, but I will tell you that I believe that Americans should know that the sovereignty of their nation will always be behind them and they'll never be forgotten. As the mm. So it's okay. You know, so Daniel Defense, remember, you know, that lawsuit that's been filed against Daniel Defense uh, this past, this, this month? That lawsuit, Dane Defense is being sued because the gunmen in Uvalde use a Dane Defense rifle to commit that shooting. So they're suing Daniel Defense, the manufacturer of the firearm. Daniel Defense didn't shoot and kill anyone. Their gun was used to kill some, some people, but they didn't shoot anyone. So why are we holding them responsible? But it's okay for the arms dealer. Yeah, and what Sheila Jackson Lee said was basically, uh, oh, yeah, this uh, merchant of death guy, while his guns may have killed people, he was not personally responsible in killing anyone. Mm. So it's okay. Mm. My question is, why was he not tried in The Hague? Mm. Mm. Where well, on was the one he... hand, they There's want no... no responsibility for this guy 
who was an arms trafficker. He also uh, sold a bunch of surface-to-air missiles, hundreds upon hundreds of them, and tens of thousands of AKs, mm. full-auto AKs. All right, so before we you get too deep into this, because we're almost out of time, got five minutes left, I want to talk about another 17-year-old charged with murder in Austin for an Austin shooting. Skip, another 17-year-old charged with murder. You know, it's really interesting. In juvenile court here in Travis County, in the last 25 years that I've been, or 20 years I've been practicing law, there has never been a jury trial in a juvenile case. The juvenile they system always... in Austin, Texas, is a joke. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's got an interesting philosophy, but let's not get into that quite yet. But just in the last month, there was a murder trial for the first time in Travis County in, in, in juvenile court, and it achieved a, a guilty verdict. It wasn't the, it wasn't transferred to the to the to the adult system like it normally would be. But it was actually tried down in juvenile court, so there's a there's a new there's a new world order I think going to happen in juvenile now, um, and perhaps a 17 year old who did whatever he's accused of um, will actually have to face a jury trial as opposed to just being. I bet uh, you he's at home right now. Uh, murder's hard. Murder's hard. It's it's hard to get out of jail on a murder charge, uh-huh. but if he is, he's at least wearing an ankle monitor. But just like just the one kid. that, just like the guy that did the shooting, that mass shooting downtown Austin a year ago, he's at home right now. No, that guy's in prison. Nah, he has, there's no trial. No, no, I mean not prison. He's sitting in jail. The one, the one who they finally decided pulled the trigger. Yeah. Oh, so they, they had to let they had to let the other guys go. What about the what about the other guys that were there? Apparently, they let them go. They they uh, they let them off the hook. They're all teenagers carrying guns. Yes. Yes. In and out of the bars. Yes. On 6th Street at 2 o'clock in the morning. Well, here's the question. Allegedly, Michael. sorry. Here's a question for your, for, your, for, your, uh, for your team there. What do we do now for the bars? What should the bars be required to do to ensure the safety of their patrons? Wand them. Search people. Not, not necessarily search, but wand them. Use a metal detector and check them from head to toe. To make sure they're not bringing guns inside, they can give you know got to give that verbal notice and, and use a wand to make sure the battery's working. What about if what about the sidewalk? Because that's where these shootings are happening. Nothing's going on inside. But those people are driving from other cities, Houston, Killeen, Texas, and they're coming to Austin and going inside bars with guns. Shouldn't we treat it like Circuit of Americas? And also, what, another thing we, we can do, Skip, you can block off Sixth Street, lock it down. You know, even the side streets and say, if you want to enter this party district, you got to go through a checkpoint. Oh, you think that, that you, you think that the you think the people will stand for that? I think the bars will go for it. The people, if it's for their the safety, they'll stand the for it. If it's a matter about. of you getting shot by some 17 year old, you'll stand for it. <laughs> I get you. I hear you. No, no, I hear you. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what to do. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's gotten out of hand. I it's don't crazy. Even go down there anymore. I used to go down there just to walk around and see what's up, but nah. Because I like it's to go crazy. down there. I, honestly, I get hungry at like you know one o'clock in the morning. I like to go down there and grab yeah. some pizza from Repolio's. They that's got right. some good that's stuff. Right. That's right. Seriously, you know, it's the only thing that's open. I used to like the onion myself, but yeah, yeah that's you're right. So we gotta we gotta get the streets back. Yes. We should just put a checkpoint at every highway exit off thirty five. No, stop it. Slow yeah. down. Libertarian, step in. 
Do you think we should have checkpoints? Stop it. No checkpoints. No checkpoints. You just said checkpoints. I like you going too far, but I'm saying the party district. I'm saying the party district. Hey, I say no checkpoints at the party district. Hey, crime is high. You know, when you're having shootings every single weekend, you've got to do something. That's true. You've got to do something. Privately run checkpoints, not by actual law enforcement, by a private industry. I mean, I think Wanden is going to, like, do a big issue, would be a big uh, solve to that problem. Because it's like you said, Michael, these kids are going in and out of bars and getting drunk. Right? Teenagers. It's, it's not, and kids, right? Yes. Teenagers. It's not like they're just coming here to, like, do some gang violence for, for no reason. It's mm. that they're likely getting into a bar. They're getting drunk. They're getting into these scuffles. Right. And uh, if you have a wand and say, mm. hey, well, uh, you can't bring that in here. Yeah. Uh, you're probably not going to have to deal with all those issues anymore. Yeah. Skip, what you got to say in, in like 20 seconds in closing? We should put the Border Patrol on 6th Street since <laughs> we've given the Border Patrol law enforcement powers in Texas. Mm. Okay. All right. What What do you say? My right. quite, Actually, I'm going to go back to the whole suing manufacturers. So if we sue Dan of the Fence, should we sue Schrade for uh, that guy who stabbed his friend after bringing those knives to him? All right. What do you say, Zach? Uh, I don't know if I'm for checkpoints. But you know what? More guns equals less crime, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you say? Go to class, get your LTC, and carry <laughs> everywhere. 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 Because you, you have more rights with a license. Exactly. You didn't carry see everywhere. the sign, didn't notice the sign. You go in, you can carry. Yep. You can be .08 with a gun and a license. Carry everywhere. Without a class, license, you can't be intoxicated. Go to class, know the laws, know how to de-escalate situations, but carry everywhere. Yes. And most of the bars in Texas... Are not bars. They're restaurants. They're restaurants because they change your liquor license. Blue sign. As always, people, more guns equals less crime. You go out there and you buy yourself a gun. You're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. 
So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.